as we know, there is uh, only two options. Or she's murdered, or she's kidnapped. That's all. I can tell you that I hope that if she's kidnapped and she's hostage now, I hope that she's fine and not... And that they don't behave to her like animals. And I hope that if she's not kidnapped and she's murdered, I hope it's not was brutally murdered. That's Aviel Gabay, the brother of 25-year-old Shani Gabay, who went missing on the morning of October 7th when Hamas terrorists invaded the Nova Music Festival where she was working. I met up with Aviel three weeks later, on October 30th, at Cinema City in Jerusalem to hear his story. Before we sat down, he excused himself to go outside and smoke a joint. He said it's the only thing that calms his nerves before he speaks about his sister, Shani. Returning a few minutes later, he said he was ready to talk. Hello, uh, my name is uh, Aviel Gabay. 28 years old, from uh, Yokneam, it's near to Haifa, for those uh, don't know. Uh, and I'm the brother of uh, Shani Gabay, my missing sister, my little, my little and my missing sister. So, uh, Shani worked at uh, Nova Festival in uh, Kibbutz Rein. Uh, she called to my mother in 8 a.m. and uh, 40 minutes. Uh, she said that there is a lot of rackets. Uh, what to do? And we don't know that uh, terrorists from Hamas and uh, Jihad came to Israel. So my mother uh, told, told her to, to take a, go to a building, a safe building and uh, be safe from the rackets. Uh, she was with two friends. They wait a few minutes in this building, and then hand grenade was thrown into this building. Her friends really uh, bad injured. They cut the leg of each friend. She thought that uh, they are uh, died, dead people, so she ran away. The terrorist followed her, so she needed to go back to the festival. When she do it, she get shot in her leg. She get uh, two bullets. Someone is tried to, to help her. She, she up to something like a jeep to police place in the, in the festival. In the police space, there was something like 15 uh, people around there with two policemen. But the terrorists uh, follow her into this place too. Um, so the policeman said to everyone, just start to run and save yourself. Uh, because my sister was injured in, uh, in her leg, she can't run away. Uh, we don't know if somebody help her or uh, try to help her, taking, take her to, 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 some play, to, to another place. We don't, we don't really know from this moment what, what has happened. As you can see, 24 days, the government don't give us any, any more information. They don't know nothing yet about her. All what they have, I told them, uh, 
because I I able to talk with uh, a people who managed to survive. So I try to to understand what happened to my sister, and then I told it to the army and to the government. They don't know nothing. As we know, there is uh, only two options: or she's murdered, or she is kidnapped. Uh, that's all. I can tell you that I hope that if she is kidnapped and she is hostage now, I hope that she's fine and not and that they don't behave to her like animals. And I hope that if she's not kidnapped and she's murdered, I hope it's not was brutally murdered. Tell me about how your family is coping with this situation. It's not easy. It's really hard to go to sleep. And uh, think what what is happened to her and what she's uh, feeling right now. Also, my parents uh, having a hard moment in these days. Yeah, it's not easy. It's really not easy. It's a crazy world that, as I said, we all hope that she is kidnapped and hostage now by the Hamas. Can you tell us a little bit about Shani? what she's like, who she is, so our listeners can understand. Shani uh, was 25 years old. She was just ended her uh, study as a lawyer. Uh, just started to work as a lawyer uh, in her stage. She has a dog, a pitbull. His name is Alpha. She loved to travel in the world and to, to see more culture and to have fun in this life. She just likes to have fun and go to the beach and to see friends and to do good thing to the world. And that's all. Can you share with us a little bit about what are the emotions that you're feeling, that your family is feeling, the range of emotions that you're all going through right now at this time. I can say that we are, we are really disappointed from our government because we thought that Israel is a safe place. I think as a, a nation, we need revenge. Not only Hamas and Jihad came to, to our country and slaughtered a lot of people, so not only Hamas or Jihad is uh, guilty. Also, all of these ordinary people that uh, came and did this stuff. Citizen people, they did a lot of horrible views and we can, we can see all of this in videos that uh, posted on all the social media. So I'm really angry and after bringing, bringing back all those hostages, we must to, to act. You mentioned um, that you were coming from a meeting today. Can you tell us a little bit about that meeting and in general what, what you guys have been doing together to try to bring about um, you know, your, your sister's return? All the family, uh, my parents and my uh, uh, sister Nitsan Gabay and my wife Lior, uh, working together to, to find any piece, any piece of, of information, uh, what had happened to her. Um, we are in the first week, we search in the festival area. 
we have make a lot of searching uh, to find th- something that can help us and find her. Uh, unfortunately, we don't find nothing yet. We put a lot of um, shlatim, uh, signs, posters. Yeah, posters about her in all the country, in Jerusalem, in Tel Aviv, in Haifa, in our city, Yokneam, in the social network, uh, social media. We posted a lot of pictures of her. I'm trying my best. I think also my sister and also my parents and all our friends and Shani friends. We're trying to, to make pressure on the government to give us any information and to give us uh, videos videos from, from the festival, from around the building uh, she was. But unfortunately, they don't give it, giving us nothing. We have a lot of interviews in the country and all over the world to get a support from everyone and all the world to, to bring those people back. Not only my missing sister, also the 240 hostages right now. We have a hard moment uh, each day. Uh, we are crying in, at night and we are trying to be strong at the day. Right now, the only uh, thing that make us stronger is that maybe, maybe she's kidnapped and alive and we can be able to see her again and to help her to, to be strong again. On the morning of November 23rd, I opened my phone to read about the tragedies of the day before, but I wasn't prepared for what I saw. My heart sank so deeply as I read the first headline. Seven weeks after Hamas massacre, Shani Gabay, previously presumed hostage, declared dead. She is now known to have been killed when Hamas terrorists raided the outdoor party in Re'im, slaughtering more than 360 people and taking another 40 as hostages. I could hardly breathe that morning, knowing what Aviel and his family had been going through since October 7th and how they carried such hope that Shani was alive and safe, only to learn that she had been murdered. I started to read the article, and it said, quote, We had hoped for a different ending, her brother Aviel told Ynet News site. We believed until the last moment that Shani was alive. We went through 47 nerve-wracking days of stress, anxiety, and worry, and today it all vanished." I reached out to Aviel right away to share my deepest regrets with him. He responded that his family was devastated, as can be expected. I waited for the seven days of mourning to end, and I reached out to him to see if he could share with us what he and his family have been going through since they learned of Shani's death. Here is our conversation. Hi, I'm with you. Okay, well, thank you for uh, making a little time to speak. When we met last time, a month ago, I was hoping that we'd meet again and be able to celebrate good news together. Unfortunately, um, that's that's not what we're here to talk about today. So first of all, I just want to say personally and on behalf of, of the our listeners and the people that have been following your story, 
Uh, we're terribly, terribly sorry to hear about Shani and the fact that she was murdered by by Hamas. And yes. um, I, I wanted to just um, check in with you and see what you can share with us, how you can update us on on the story since we since we spoke last. What happened and, and how did you hear about this? What did you find out? What did you learn? And So uh, in the last time we spoke, uh, we know that... Uh... Shani was still missing and uh, that she was hiding in some building. Uh, someone told everyone, start, uh, run away, save yourself. And we don't know uh, if some someone helped her. So the new information is that we know that two women help my sister to get out from this building and uh, help her to go to a ambulance uh, and they thought that maybe if we go to the ambulance then maybe the terrorist people not uh, you know uh, come and killed us uh, right over here but uh, unfortunately um, the ambulance got a RPG there was five women in this ambulance and they all died in this moment. Aviel provided a detailed account of how the confirmation of his sister Shani's death unfolded. Six weeks after the attack, police continued scouring the festival area for evidence when they stumbled upon a necklace in the ground. DNA testing revealed that the half-moon necklace belonged to Shani. However, the results also revealed DNA from another woman who had been found dead and had been buried a week after the massacre. Aviel tells us what happened next. They opened the grave and did another test on the body and they found that, wow, it's, it's two women, not one. And uh, this is how we found my sister, Shani, after 47 days. Did you know that this was happening that they were that they had no 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 we we don't know nothing uh, we don't know they opened the grave they, we don't know they that they uh, talk with the the other family of the other woman we don't know nothing uh, they just let us know all the information in one time when they come to us and uh, told us that uh, Shani was murdered. Who was together when they came to tell you? They, they they called to me in 7 a.m. They told me that I need to be on my parents' home uh, at 9 a.m., 9.30. Uh, I told them that I, I, I will not be there because uh, I can't, uh, but they told me it's uh, necessary and I have to be there. There is a new formation. I drive to to uh, my parents' home, and my thought was, I hope the good the, the, the new information will be good news that they know my sister uh, is kidnapped, and but unfortunately, they don't they don't told that told us that they told us that she's murdered. So, can you tell us what happened after they told you that? How how did the family respond? Hard moment for all of us, uh, for me, for my wife, 
my parents, uh, my sister, my little sister, Nitsan. It's a really tough move. I don't really know what to say about it because uh, it's still tough, you know, it's still hard. And I hope we will back to be uh, the family that we was before October 7th. It cannot be per perfect because Shani uh, is not with us, but I hope that we will be a happy family again, somehow. Yeah, I hope so too. Well, this is what we have, all, all the stories about her and the, and, uh, the videos and the photos and uh, yeah. Aviel, I just want to say um, on behalf of all of us, Hamakomi Nachem etchem betoch shart aveli tzion biyushalayim. You should be comforted. You and your family should be comforted among all the mourners of Israel and Zion. And may we uh, may we only hear good news. Machot besotovot. Amen. Amen. Okay. Thanks, Aviel. Listen. I feel like you're, you're, you know, you're my, you're my brother, Achi. If there's anything I can do, you need anything, just reach thank out you. to me, okay? Seriously. Thank you. Please know you can always reach out to me for anything, okay? Thank you. Thank you very much. Okay. This is Israel Take Three, and I'm David Began. Help us to share these stories with the world by subscribing, liking, and sharing this podcast. Thank you, Ellie Margolis, for consulting and for logistical support. And thank you, Adam Margolis, for this musical outro. We will continue to share these stories as things unfold here in Israel.